irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Wake Up Hollywood with Nikki Corula and Eddie Pence, right here on LA Talk Radio. Eddie's back. Eddie is back. Your thing's not plugged in. Oh, yes, it is. It should be. Oh, oh we'll just have to wait. <laughs> it's okay. Just imagine a cockadoodle do. Cockadoodle do. How are you, man? Now that I saw you uh, putting chapstick on your lips. I know. I was getting ready. I don't want to do a show with chapstick. lips. Make love to the mic. That's doing? right. Don't you forget it. Mm. Um, what was the best Halloween costume that you saw last night? Besides well, your own with little, I didn't song. go like down to West Hollywood. I just went like in a neighborhood with a little kid. It's okay. I mean, I didn't do anything either. I stayed at home and handed out candy. Hmm. I'm old, Eddie. I'm done with all the Halloween trickery. I didn't see anything. You didn't that, see anything? That, nothing that blew my mind. I saw a little kid online dressed as Willie Nelson. Oh, I thought that was cool. awesome. I thought it was really, really <laughs> was awesome. Was he baked? He didn't look baked. Was but he, he high he, as he had a little? He had a little like white beard, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he, he had the long braids, which nice. was really funny seeing that on a little kid. Yeah, I didn't see. I just I saw a lot of Harley Quinns. You know, that's been the big. That was the big costume. That was the big year. costume. Harley Quinn. Yeah. The, 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 I think I saw something online. You're going to see a lot of Harley Quinns. Yeah. Some that you love and some that you wish you'd had not seen. Tons of Harley Quinns. <laughs> tons of Harley you, Quinns. Do you do Han Solo every year? No, that's my first year doing Han Solo. Oh, because you had all the gear. I had all the gear. Yes. Last, two, last three years I've been a Jedi. Just a run-of-the-mill Jedi. Just a, just a non-descript, Jedi. nondescript Jedi. So this was the first year you... I was Han Solo. You weren't a Jedi. No, I was Han Solo. Colton was uh, Luke from Return of the Jedi. Old school. Tracy was Rey. So you had, so. like, almost all the generations. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to be Kylo Ren because I was Han Solo, and I wanted him to be the you know, father. So Tracy son. was your daughter. So basically... Tracy's my daughter. Well, Rey is Han Solo's daughter? That's what you think? Yeah. You don't think? No. You think she? Who, you think she's? Luke's I don't daughter? know. No, I don't. I don't think she's Luke's daughter. Hmm. My the, the theory I like best, if we want to geek out for a second, yeah, is let's geek out. She for a is Obi Wan's granddaughter. Really? That's the thing. I. That's the one I. I like the best. I don't know if it's true, but I think that would be cool because it would bring everything back around. You don't think Kylo Ren and Rey are related? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're brother and sister. I don't think I so. Think so. I think so. Well, she has an English accent. Did Colton go to a lot of houses? For candy? Yeah, we got, he got quite a bit of candy. Did you count him out? Did he count him out? No. Did he do that? It was, it was one of those plastic pumpkin holders, and it was like filled up. It was heavy. It was like four pounds by the time the night was over. We turned our whole front yard into a graveyard. Nice. We dressed Otis as Beetlejuice. Did you dress up? I dressed up as Alec Baldwin. Bonnie nice. dressed up as uh, Gina Davis. Dead or alive, Alec Baldwin? Um, we were both dead, but we didn't do the scare, scary uh, versions of them. But uh, it was super fun. I got the right flannel and everything. Nice. It was really awesome seeing Otis have his hair piece up, and then it would turn into a beard whenever he'd 
hates Shake Around. <laughs> which was every two seconds. Which was every two seconds. So it was awesome. He was actually really comfortable getting in costume. Yeah, good it was for really him. weird. It was pretty awesome. Nice. But um, I saw a lot of uh, kids in costumes, obviously, a lot of scary costumes. But there was one kid that asked for candy that was not dressed. I heard that was going around a lot. I heard a lot of kids were just walking around. And, like, what, what do you do in that situation? <laughs> and I was, he I was did like, s- he just had a bag, and he was like, I'm not dressed in a costume, but can I have some candy? And, you know, we handed him candy, but in my mind, I was like, no. Did he even say, tri- candy. Did he say trick or treat? He said trick or treat. I, I, no, no, that's actually, he didn't even say that. He just said, I'm not wearing a costume, but can I get some candy? That's what he said. Well, you said, well, can you say the magic words? Did you at least yeah, make it <laughs> no, work for it a no, little bit, man? You know what? And you know what? Um, we had this little arm that would collapse on people, yeah. and the sensor wasn't working as soon as trick-or-treaters started coming, so mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed. Because you ate all the candy beforehand? Yeah, maybe. We gave them all the candy nice. we didn't want, you know. So I, uh, my, I, there's a thing going on right now where my friend Dustin, uh, he's been a guest of the show before. I think Dustin Jacobs. Dustin Jacobs. That's right. He, uh, he's a filmmaker. And uh, what he's done is he shot a mini documentary about me. Really? For this contest. That's and, awesome. Uh, he's supposed to call in any second now to help promote it. Well, he's supposed to call he's in late. at 805. I don't know if he has the number. Our number is. Uh, <laughs> what is our number? I don't even it's know what 818 602 4929. Geez, you know it. 818. Dude, I am on top of it. Wow. Have you I'm, not known that I'm a man of details? 818. What is it? 602. 602. 4929. 4929. So yeah. Dustin should be calling in well, to help promote it. Well, tell us about the documentary. Tell us a little bit about he it. He followed me around for the day. Uh, oh, there it is. All right, here we he, go. He, he's like, I got the number. Hello? Hey, what's up? Hey. That's two, it's a minute late, buddy. <laughs> You're you not know, supposed to know each other already. I, I said 805. Hey, I'm calling you. I, I hey, who know, is this? I don't know any of Yeah, I don't know anybody. First time listener, long time caller. Yeah, first time ever. What is this show? I don't know. You probably called the wrong number. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hang up. Bye. It's Department of Water and Power. <laughs> oh, really? I owe you money. Bye. <laughs> you owe us $3.43. Yeah, I think I owe you 14 Shit. I don't have any <sighs> money in that pocket. So, Dustin, tell us about uh, how this, this movie that you were, you were filming with Eddie. Uh, yeah, this company uh, called Syrup, which is S-Y-R-P. Um, I know very little about them. They contacted me, and they're like, hey, you need to check out this contest we're doing. And they're running it off this uh, website, which I guess kind of works like a Vimeo. It's called Zupa. And uh, the contest is basically, you know, everyday people. Um, and I thought, well, who's an everyday person that I know? Uh, and I went down the list, and I thought Eddie was dead <laughs> everyone last. Else everybody else said no. <laughs> was it a long so list like, or a short list? Eddie. It was a. It was a. There was a I wasn't first choice. Let's put that. <laughs> you weren't first yeah. choice, Eddie. No. Actually, Joe, no, Eddie was not first choice. Joe Nicky was. Told Eddie up front, you're going to be playing. Joe Nicky. Joe Nicky was first choice. <laughs> well, he has an ice cream truck. That's okay. interesting. All right. Yeah, I mean, he had an ice cream truck. He, he's got, you know, he's selling stuff. Eddie's kind of selling his ideas, which people do on Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> all the time. I'm a hack. So that kind of works. But honestly, um, but the no, way I'm, the way it came out, I think. Is it came out very well, very interesting, very interesting. Yeah, piece. I mean, I, yeah, I agree with you, Eddie. Um, we were originally going to do just like a day in the life of a comic, and it turned into more of a you know father son story. And I mean, I only had four minutes to tell the story in, so we couldn't really fit a lot in there. And some things fell through on the day, and it kind of worked out for the best anyway because we wouldn't be able to use it. But as it turns out, it's it's look it looks like uh, Colton may be following in his dad's footsteps. Uh-oh. And it sort of asked, yeah, that sucks. It sort of asked the question, is this, you know, uh, 
is is this being cultivated by his dad or is this a natural thing? Should be called um, child services. So it's interesting. <laughs> lots of lots of issues being brought up. That's awesome. <laughs> That's got to make you a little bit proud and a little worried. No, it was. I was really happy the way uh, Dustin put it together. Like we were shooting, and I was like, I don't know how he's going to tell this story, and he he put together a really great story in four minutes. Are you going to post it on Facebook or anything? Um, where it's you have to go the, right now until the contest is over. I think we're trying to drive everybody to the website so they can watch it and vote on it because there is a prize if his if his film wins. So we need people to go to the website. It's a little bit of a pain to you have to log in. Your, with the email address, then you can watch it and you can vote one time. You only vote one time. You don't have to vote like every day. It's just one vote and then that would be it. Um, and what's the website? It's Zupa, Dustin? It's 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 com. Basically, just follow Eddie on Twitter. He's been, you know, I posted the link retweeting on Facebook what I've been Twitter. Posting, I think it's so. Z-O-O-P-A. It's Z-O-O-P-P-A. Z-O-O-P-P-A dot com. Two O's, T- two P's. Two O's, two P's. Two P's. Yeah, I've, I've spelt it wrong myself. Again, these these companies I've never worked with before, so this is a new endeavor for myself. But there's about 120 uh, other people that are involved with this contest, so we got our work cut out for us. So we need all the help we can get. Yeah, so give us, well, give us a little juice. Try give to us, Zupa TV. Give us a little suspense trailer. Like, what was the most exciting part of filming Eddie? Well, it was the. Uh, what was it? <laughs> Go ahead, Eddie. No, I was just saying the night of the show, or the night of the the film. Tracy actually had a. A prior commitment, so I had to actually take Colton to one of my stand-up shows that night at yeah. the Laugh Factory. I mean, that was Beach. pretty convenient too. I mean, you know, awesome. obviously with Colton going and showcasing the family dynamics, it worked out in our favor um, that Colton was able to go. So Colton's going to shut uh, down. I mean, that's that that, that's where it lies. That's the story. I mean, like it's it's about how one uh, one event can lead to a child. Wanting to do that for, you know, the rest of his life. I mean, like, Eddie talks about how he was sort of engaged with the Carol Burnett show as a kid. So it's kind of like Colton just being captivated by his own father's work, much in the same way Eddie was sort of captivated by a television show. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the dynamics of the entire piece. Because, again, you only had four minutes to tell a story, and that's sort of so the beginning and the end. If we have any listeners out there, which I'm still skeptical about, um, we go to be skeptical. Go to Zupa. I've, I've been emailed by these com. I have, have. Z O O P P A dot com, and it's under the contest called Everyday Humans. And the name of Dustin's film is called Stand Up Father. You know, last time you yeah. did one of these contests, Eddie, you did win. I know, I won the K Rock thing. Yeah, How about so that. You know what? If you win twice in a row, you're gonna have to be very nice <clears throat> to our listeners. Listener. Dustin. <laughs> it's pretty much just me. Right? Um, but no, you guys are doing a great job. Keep up the good work. And uh, yeah, go check out the film. Hopefully you'll like it. So oh. far, so good. People seem to uh, think that it's cute. So at the very least, Eddie could be on a Nickelodeon yeah. show. It'll make you, it'll make you barf. It's Disney kids crap. I'm ready. I'm ready. But uh, yeah, we'll check it out. <laughs> thanks for calling, Dustin. Thanks, Dustin. Oh, thanks for having me. All right. Bye. See ya. Just hung up on him. You're yeah, like, later. That's it. I'm sick of that guy. You didn't do it any, any of that guy. way. Spent a whole day with him. Well, since my sound effects aren't plugged in, ding oh. dong! I think our special Tragic. guest has arrived, Miss Natalie Hawkins. Hey. How are you? Oh, she turned your mic on. Well. There we go. Yeah. Hello. Way to be on it. Here, I'll help you. I'll help you. I'm gonna move it closer to you. 
Okay. Oh. You smack her in the face with it. That's okay, good. Thanks. Well, I didn't mean to. No, didn't, that was, no it was close. It was, it was perfect. Good. It was it's the perfect perfect. perfect move, see? It was the perfect distance. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Good. How are you, Natalie really Hawkins? Well, thanks. Happy November. Happy, it? happy Movember. No, it's ridiculous. Right? We're supposed to grow mustaches, right? No shave. Are we? Well, no uh, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. You're well on your way. <laughs> yeah. I don't, what's the Movember thing? I don't really understand. I know just you grab a mustache. Just for breast cancer or something? Or cancer in general? Just for growing hair? It's called Movember? Yeah. Movember. Why is it called Movember? Is it called mustache? mustache for Movember, I think. Just Mo? seems Well, <laughs> it's, a dumb, right. it's a dumb thing. Just stupid. I just leave mine on year long. I just hate shaving. <laughs> <laughs> but you do it so well, Eddie. You should be on a July commercial. That's Anyways, bad. Natalie Hawkins. Eddie, I had the pleasure of writing music with this fine young lady. Nice. And she is one nice. talented singer-songwriter, songwriter extraordinaire. Well, that's all we have on this show. So Aww. let's let's talk about songwriters. Let's talk about let's talk about you. Okay, well, first of all, I'm super honored to be here. Well, so. we're, see that, Eddie? <laughs> super honored. That's just somebody that you want to interview She's like that. I know, someone who wants to be, to be interviewed. That's right. Well, she deserves it. She's been writing with some heavy hitters. Well, thank She's you been writing that. for some awesome artists. Absolutely. Let's Let's go back to the roots, though. Let's go back to the beginning. All the way back. All the way back. Man, that's a long way. Where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in the Bay Area. When you say uh, Bay Area, what's the city? East Bay. So East like, Bay. Yeah, East Bay. So literally, you are the Bay Area. I am. Because when people usually say that, it's like they give me a, like a neighborhood. They don't usually ha- say like East Bay. Yeah, the, the exact. What's East yeah. Bay? Is that like Oakland? Uh, no, it's like um, Fremont. I know where uh, I know where Marin County is. Is that close to Marin? Yeah. County? Marin. Marin. Marin's far. Marin. Is that that's Marin north, is far right? East Bay. That's north, right? I, think um, I don't know. Yeah, no, but I'm from like Livermore, Pleasanton. Dublin. Oh, Pleasanton. Like I've done a, I did a comedy show. I've done, I worked up there before. There Tommy go. T's. Tommy T's. I performed there. Yeah, hey. Tommy T's. Nice. Tommy T's. You guys have a bond already. That invisible spider web of, like that invisible hand of music. <laughs> Tommy T's. Real. That's right. You know what's so weird? I've been, wa- I watched The Insidious last night. Have you ever seen that movie? The yeah, Insidious? Well, it's Insidious. Oh. Horrifying. Why'd and you call it I the see Insidious? Eddie's reflection right over your shoulder. And no. I immediately thought it was like some demon no. because of the no. movie last night. No, <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. Your face is more handsome than a demon, but I no, first right. I, get it. I get that. I get that. Yeah. I get that. So you grew up in East Bay. I did. What I did. was the first moment that you fell in love with music? Oh, my gosh. Well, childhood for sure. My mother was a singer. My grandmother was a singer. My uncle was a guitarist. So I grew up in an extremely musical wow. family. My older brother and I got thrown into the arts very, very early. So I was like in an artist community from the get-go. That's amazing. Thank you. I mean, you know, bless my parents, my mom especially, for, like, shoving me into all that. She saw, like, this crazy energy on my brother and I, and she was like, I've got to get you guys into something. So what does your brother do? Well, my brother now, uh, he's in the editing community. That's awesome. So he does, like, trailers. That's what Eddie does, too. Nice. Yeah, dope. I'm not Very a professional cool. editor. Hey, well, you that. are. You no, are. I'm a... And you have this cool documentary that we were just talking yeah. about. Yeah. See? I didn't edit it. So now her brother watched and be like, I should have edited that. I didn't edit it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So what was the first thing that you did that was involved with the arts that your mom got you in? Well... Was it a talent show or... Honestly, it, it was dance, like weirdly enough. And I mean, granted, it's like I still got rhythm. Yeah, a little bit. Like, that's kind of followed me through. But, you know, but I didn't really pursue dance, like, full-time. I was more drawn to the music part of everything. And acting I was really into, too. Oh, okay. um, And I think that kind of helps me to 
get into the mindset to help other artists right yeah sometimes too I, I know you're a huge michael jackson fan is that what got you yeah. into michael jackson was the dance factor um probably yeah i was really drawn to him from like since literally i can remember like three years old i mean he's I, the best yeah i feel like a lot of babies are drawn to mj videos my son goes to his elementary school that he went to really oh. gardner street elementary oh i didn't know that the one that says Michael Jackson Auditorium. I've, I've never seen that. Oh. Wait, is that the one right near Guitar Legend. Center? Yeah. Right oh my God, I didn't know that. I think That's he only crazy. went there for sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade. He's only there for one year. Legend. But uh, his classroom is now the art room. That's awesome. That's Super dope. You just like warm my heart. If right you go there. in there, there's the school picture and you see him sitting like with all the, like he's sitting on the front <laughs> so steps. So bitching. I love it. MJ's like all over the city. <clears throat> MJ's like touched everybody. Like he's, it's very strange. He's the man. But... He's the man. So there's a joke there. I really wanted to go for a joke. <laughs> don't. Back. Don't I do it. Back. I held back. I held back. All right. So you started dance and then you fell in love with, with music. With music and the arts. Did you start singing in a chorus or anything? Um, I did actually. Yeah. I did that later in, uh, I want to say, um, middle school. Like junior okay. high. Like all 12 right. years old. But then I was already doing uh, like community theater. I was doing community theater at like four or five. Wow. Just, I mean, dude, I've been going. You just jumped into it I've right away. I've been going, yeah. And uh, then everything kind of halted in theater for me. And in high school, things got a little strange. And, Why? And political and weird. And Whoa. I started to see a very real, raw Was that because of like world. the Bush administration and all of that? <laughs> Was that, I don't know if that was... Did you run for I student mean, government? It touched a lot mean? of things, but I don't know if it necessarily touched that. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. So I, I, I became a little bit more reclusive and a little less trusting, and I really started to hone into my into this weird songwriting thing that I had been doing since I was a little kid. Well, that makes I sense. Kinda, High school is just weird to oh, begin with. God, it was so High school is a weird place. It's no. just like... Yeah, it's strange. either going to be awesome or terrible. Right? Even really, if it's awesome, it's a little bit crazy. Well, yeah, because your body is... It's such a weird... Everything's weird about it. But <laughs> you're, yeah, I mean, I there's think so many so hormones, your you're growing, yeah. and you're... Yeah. But the, you enter looking one way and you exit looking completely different in four, in four years. Real. In four years, you do a, such a massive yeah. physical and mental change That's in true. four yeah. years. Probably more so than any other time in your life. Oh That's true. Goodness. I would agree. No wonder. I mean, it's just like, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. So strange. Like, on the way here, I actually just drove in from the Bay. Nice. Yeah, from man. the East Bay? Yes. From the <laughs> East Bay, to be specific. Yeah, absolutely. No. Um... But, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about that on the way here, like how there are aspects of high school that I kind of miss, like crisp mornings, yeah. like standing outside, like waiting for the bell to ring and your freedom to end for the day. But I hated <laughs> classes before. I, I mean, it makes sense that I'm a musician because classes before 11, Mm-mm. they were a blur. I mean, it was just yeah, like, what am I doing? I don't understand. Yeah. Why I'm awake right now? It's one just year, crazy. One year, I literally had swimming first period. Oh. That was so cruel. Oh. I was like, well, this is great for a <laughs> night owl. Oh, That's, that woke me up. Yeah. And the pool was outside. We did not have indoor pools. Oh, that sounds brutal. terrible. Was yeah. it at least heated? Winter. No. Oh, oh awful. my God. That yeah. sounds cold. Yeah. And then it's like, that's your first class of the day. And then they're like, okay, go the rest of the day. So now you're trashed. Do you, you smell like, like chlorine hair. the rest of the day? <laughs> yeah. You smell like chlorine. You have wet hair. You get sick. Like spread it to your class. Like it was yep. just, oh, it was tragic. That's brutal. And then you're like, I got to write some songs about this. Seriously. I was just like, homeschool me. So is that when you started writing some music? Yeah, I did. And that was when I started to at least hone into the fact that there might be something there. I don't know. Like, I, I never really thought it possible or took it seriously. Right. Um, I started a YouTube channel when I turned, like, 18, 19, and I started to do musical theater covers. 
And uh, what was your first musical theater cover? Ah, uh, popular from Wicked. Oh, okay, that's a good show. That yeah, I, I know yeah. lots of musical Kristen theater. Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah, yeah. I think she just came out with an album. Go I, don't, I don't know if she did, but yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I do know the show though. The show is really wicked. Yeah, wicked. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's a great, Penny it's a great Man. show. What else? What other musicals are you into? Oh, I didn't know gosh. that you had that background. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, like, what was I in? Or yeah. what, oh, well, what gosh. were you into? Um, or what were you in? Uh, well, my favorite role was probably Belle and Beauty and the Beast. Nice. That was a really that's a classic role. Yeah, it was fun to play. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I did it for twenty years. Like, it goes on and on. I was in Rent. I played Maureen. That's awesome. Fun. Yeah, I got to. Kind Eddie, of you never did any musicals or any theater like that. I've, I'm allergic to music. Hey. No, nah, but you have to be like the comic relief guy. Like, hey, hey, I don't I sing. Got a joke I you. can't dance. <laughs> I have no musical. T- yeah, but you like to act. Acting, yeah, but I don't have There's any. There's a lot of acting in musical. Theater. I know, but I don't sing. I would well, be useless in a you musical. Be in the chorus. I don't <laughs> sing. <laughs> we I would put you in the chorus. <laughs> Way in the back. There's Eddie. not a shred of musical talent. In you know my what's body. really funny? Well, like in my in my middle school and high school, theater was actually really cool. Yeah. So a lot of the cool kids were in, you know, the chorus and the musical. We had a little bit of that. That's what everyone in theater thinks. No, no, I swear Uh to God. Like, no, no. No. Like, I know. I know. know, know, Like, I know when the chorus was cool and when it was not cool. Marching band was never cool, but, you know. That's what everyone who's in it thinks. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I was gonna you say can just honest, tell yourself I thought that. everybody was cool in That's theater. right. See, you don't even know. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Those were my peeps. I'm just dropping truth bombs. <laughs> so you started with musical theater, yeah. doing YouTube videos. Yeah, and then by my senior year, um, it was funny because I was in AP English, and my teacher, Mrs. Pfeiffer, shout out, she rocked. Um, nice, Mrs. Pfeiffer. Yeah, man, my English teacher. Um, we had the option to do like a like a final project for our senior year, like something to. Uh, like we could do whatever we wanted but I wanted to challenge myself and do something that reflected what I wanted in the future um, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with Rufus Wainwright of course artist, yeah I love him love, he's awesome love him to death he's awesome he's incredible um, beautiful child it's one of my favorite songs oh my god absolutely that's how I ended the project that's but anyway, awesome so it actually got me into um, I transcribed and arranged and uh, like added harmony and lights and costume and design to nine pieces of his, and I transcribed it by ear. Wow! And I learned a lot about music that year because I just threw myself into it, and I was like, "Yeah, I've always yeah, worked you did. by ear." Like I've always worked by ear. I've just worked things out on the piano. I mean, granted, you know, I I did band in like elementary school, dude. I've been all over the place. Just. Music, theater, and band. See, we were the cool kids, Eddie. That's what you guys thought. 100%. I agree with you. That's what you thought. We were busy. If nothing else, we were busy. That's right. Dude, I can't. I got practice. Yeah. Man, I wish I could, but I got practice. You know how many, like, fun activities I missed as, like, a young child because of music? Yeah. But now it's like, yeah, hours. because of music, I can do a lot of fun activities. Yeah. You have, like, balance your works. academics and your homework That's on top right. of it, man. That's right. So you did this yeah. Rufus Wainwright project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learned all about music, yeah. and you started writing songs then? Yeah. I, well, that was when I started to... Fall in love. ...really pick up the guitar, yep. like, really look at it differently. My perspective had completely flipped, because I had... It's okay. <laughs> don't don't destroy our studio. <laughs> <laughs> Smacking mics. Um, but, yeah, no, I had just, like, thrown myself into the more... Um, creator side of it right. instead of being the creative vessel like being in theater you play roles you learn material and you you know you do it in the way that you 
uh, that, it, that it communicates through you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. as the creator, it's like you're kind of giving it away. And it was an interesting dynamic to see, you know, both sides of that. I don't know. That was kind of what intrigued me. And then when did you know you wanted to pursue it? So when I was 19 um, and I had started doing the YouTube thing, I had won this karaoke contest. It was like a nationwide um, Broadway contest, which is super random. Jason Robert Brown had put it on. I love Jason Robert Brown. Incredible composer. Eddie, he's one of the best musical theater composers Of all time. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, we're lucky. No bullshit. You would even love his music. Yeah. I'm not kidding. He's really good. It's really soulful and gospel. And he just performed like, recently on the, uh, was it Jimmy? Jimmy Fallon show? I the Tonight Show with Ariana Grande? He just really? backed her on piano. Yeah. Wow. It was incredible. you got to watch it. Yeah. She, uh, he wrote her, her song, uh, Jason's song, gave it away on her record. Wow. Yeah, Dangerous Woman. So, uh, but anyway, so he held a contest. And when I was 19, I was one of the winners. Um, it was me and three, um, like, New York scene kids at the time, Natalie Weiss, um, Jonathan Reed Gelt, and Jonathan Shue. So they flew me in from California. Um, I performed at Birdland with Jason and, you know, all these kids. That's and, amazing. Dude, it was such a dope experience. Um, but, yeah, at Birdland, um, 54 Below, all that stuff. It was, it was brilliant. But, I mean, there was something... That's still what it didn't feel satisfying yeah, enough to I know me. That I was like, okay, so I can stay here in New York. I can do the theater circuit. I can audition for Broadway. Like, I mean, I've done twenty years, twenty plus years of theater at this point. This is what I can do with my life. Right. But for some reason, it's like I had this moment after I'd seen a couple of shows, and I was sitting in my hotel in New York, and there wasn't a whole lot going on, and it just it didn't feel right. So right. it was one of those moments in my heart where I was 19 and I was like, okay, I can go with the way that I've always known or I can go with my heart and I can take a chance and a leap of faith and throw myself into the music industry. And um, I got really freaking lucky, man. I got really That's lucky. That's awesome. Um, I just, you know, I kept the faith and I, you know, stumbled into a couple of classes in Hayward and one of my teachers happened to be a studio owner. And after one course, he asked me to be an intern. And then I started working with a producer that moved in, Jeff Saltzman, who was producing the Blondie record. And that was how everything started. That's amazing. It was nuts. Well, let's jump to one of your songs, because I want to get to one of your hey, songs let's first. let's do it, man. What do you want to play Which first? Which one do we want to play? Well, I mean, since we're on the Blondie topic, we could play the uh, U.S. Yeah, single. Let's do it. Sugar on the Side. Sugar on the Ooh, Side. There you yeah. go. Here it comes. Hey. Treat me wrong, don't need your sympathy I know you're not 
Fader's not up, Eddie. Otherwise, that would have worked. What's up? Well, it's 13. Maybe it's the blue. Hit one of the blue ones up. I got to hit the button? Not try. Nope. Still nothing. nothing. That's all right. All good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Plaza, yeah. plaza, plaza, yeah, plaza, plaza, plaza. All right, try it now. Yeah, it's it's him hitting it. Nah. Oh, well. Nope. Too bad. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Too bad. No, so no sorry. A problem. You can hit your applause button. How about that? Uh, Wait for it. The studio geez. audience loves it. The studio <laughs> audience loves it. Uh, Here it comes. Oh! <laughs> See that? So worth it. So worth <laughs> it. So worth the wait. So yeah. worth the wait. So tell us like what went into that song. Like how did the whole process come about? How did the song? Okay. How was the song born? Okay, literally on a hardwood floor. I just like heard the beat. The beat already existed. Chris Stein uh, was actually the one that I was in communication the most with. Um, he was in New York at the time with the rest of the group because um, that's where they're uh, mainly based. And I was in Oakland, Berkeley, kind of on the borderline, um, writing the record over email. But they had sent the track our way and they were like, hey, you know, see if you can do something with this groove. Heard it, sprawled out on the floor with a pen and paper and just kind of went nuts and like 
took literally maybe 15, 10, 15 minutes. Well, don't you love when they just come out like that? Yeah, it was just one of those days. Eddie, I know when good. you when you come up with a good joke and it just comes out so easily, you got to love those. Yeah, you're when like, you, oh, I don't want to work. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like, it's it's like a testament to all the hard work that you do before it when it comes out that easily. I love when songs just pop out like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So, who was the band that was also in it? There was like a Latin band in it? Oh, that's Los Racas. Los Racas! Yeah, they live in Oakland now, That's apparently. right. All right. Rumor so, has it. Got a, like a very Buena Vista social club kind of vibe. Yeah, I was not expecting that from Blondie. Yeah, honestly. What was the direction that they, they totally abandoned the disco vibe? It, it appears a little bit later on the record. There are, There's actually a lot of sounds that uh, came through on Ghosts of Download. That was just that specific okay. record. Yeah. That was cool. It was Very great. Cool. It was a great album to write on. Now, did you know Blondie before you got no. the opportunity? Wow. No, absolutely See, that's not. crazy. It was nuts because at the time, I swear to God, this is such a Cinderella story, but at the time, it was like 9 o'clock at night. I was ready to wrap up. I was an intern at the studio at the time. I was literally sweeping the floor. Literally sweeping the floor. And Jeff comes out of his studio and he's just like, hey, man, um, so I hear you write, like, songs and stuff. And I hear you, like, sing. And I was just like, yeah, I do. And he was like, hey, uh, I got this track in my email. Do you maybe want to, like, see if you can do something with it? You're like, yes. So, yeah, so yes. they go into Studio A, into this, like, beautiful recording studio. God bless Brian Matheson, man. He, like, pimped that place out. He's amazing. Um, but so, anyway, we just started to kind of riff on it. And um, Michael Johnston, another pr- producer, came into the room. Um, the vibe was just kind of there. Um, we were just freestyling, and then after a little while, Jeff just kind of, you know, puts the microphone on while I'm in the vocal booth, and he said, that's it, we've got the hook. Like, do you know who you're writing a song for? And I was like, no, who? And he was like, ever heard of Blondie? And I was just, I dropped to the floor laughing. Oh, that's so you've got to be shitting me. Like, sorry, excuse me. Oh, it's all right. You can say shit. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, I see you. I see you. We swear all the time, right, mm-hmm. Eddie? We try to. <laughs> we try to. We try to. <laughs> no. That's crazy. That is like a Cinderella story. You were literally sweeping the floor. Literally. Just like, um, nobody's ever going to hear my music. And then it's like, <laughs> ding dong. I mean, that's like, you can't paint it yeah, I mean, any better than that. I was just chilling on YouTube, just staying hopeful, you know? Like, just doing songs in my bedroom and working with a couple of, like, students and, right. and local, um, like, Bay Area rappers. I mean, I was starting to get a little bit... Like, my feet a little bit wet in garages. Um, this one uh, artist found me in a bowling alley parking lot. And what? Yeah, I was just singing with my friends. And he was like, Dan, you've got a good voice. And I was like, what? And he came, like, up to me because I wasn't sure who he was talking to. Right, you know, right. so there was a group of us. And he was just like, dude, do you write at all? And I was like, uh, I want to, yeah. Like, like, that's like, what I do. Clandestinely <laughs> in my bedroom. Yes, absolutely. And he was just like, man, you should come through. And that was, like, some of my first... Like makeshift in a garage. Eddie, you gotta hang out with Natalie. See, (laughs) she's just got good luck. Yeah, yeah. people just (laughs) hand it to her. I just try to stay hopeful. No, that's that's what you gotta do. Just try to stay positive and open and receptive. See, I just try to avoid everybody. (laughs) See, you can't do that. You know, I went to this (laughs) Q and A. Not to not to sidetrack, but you know, like I went to this the sold out Q and A with Sting. Last week. I wanted to talk to you about this. And it was so crazy because I was like trying to get tickets for like a week and I was like, man, maybe this is just not going to work out. And this guy just comes out and hands me a free ticket. He's like, you need a ticket? I'm like, yeah. He's like, here. I'm like, what? 
Yeah, like, and I was like so shocked, and then I'm like in the room, and then Sting like ended up walking like right by me and like gave me a little greeting, and I was like, "This is nuts." Just showing up is half the battle. Sometimes just being there, luck will just kind of you know present itself. It, it's, I think that's ninety percent of it is just showing up. Amen. So like you were singing in the in the bowling alley parking lot, and some guy heard you. What was that track? Um, well, we did a track together called uh, "In the Zone." And that was back in, like, 2011. Hmm. It was released on iTunes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so our listeners but, can check it out. Yeah, but, I mean, it, you know, we didn't really, like, push it or promote it right. or anything like that. To me, I mean, it was a beautiful experience, and it was awesome. And, um, you know, Chillwell and I, the rapper, still do stay in contact. <laughs> Chillwell, so it's not just a clever name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He is Matt Chill, though. That's i got to cool. give it to him. That's good. He lives up to So the what made you want to move to L.A.? Um, well, I mean, who doesn't want to live in L.A.? Yeah. I mean, I there's, it, it's it's that, where you got to go. It's that dream. Yeah, it's just, it has that energy. It's where you go to fulfill your dreams. It's where you go to give it a shot and give it all you got. You know That's what I'm right. saying? See, look at this. You must be a songwriter. She's a poet, eh? Mm. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, to be young again. Mm. Full of hope. <laughs> Full of hope and, and positivity. No, yeah, no jadedness. Right. <laughs> Eddie moved from Virginia, you know, and he's just like, yeah, L.A., that weather, that sun up there. Oh, it's perfect. It's it's the best. I love the weather. I literally was just like, this is where you earn the real estate of being in L.A. It's like, what? man, the weather is perfect yeah. October. You know what I mean? All right, so you moved to L.A. How long did you? I don't even know. When did you move to L.A.? I actually moved to L.A. October 2013. Oh, so, so it, three like, years ago. anniversary just passed. Wow, happy anniversary. Thanks. Hey. You're, you're almost an Angelino. What is yeah, it, four years right? now? No. I don't know. I've been here forever. <laughs> I'm starting to see the way that things are connected through back roads. It's very it's cool. It's all about the back roads. It's very cool. It's all <laughs> about the back roads through traffic. Yeah. Small streets. Saves well, life. no, Waze has ruined that. Well, that's why I don't use Waze. Waze has ruined the back roads. But it's because it's everybody takes the back roads now, and I just go my own back road style. And make it work. Waze has ruined all the cool back road. <laughs> oh, it's annoying me. They used so to be wide open. So they used funny. to be wide open until like a year and a half ago. And now, tra- you have it's to just know crazy. That everybody just going to get on that. It's crazy tip. what Waze has done. That's nuts. Hate Waze. All right. That's all right. That's <laughs> sorry. All right. Sorry. It's a little So rant. you moved here three years ago. You figured out the back roads. Yeah. I was, I'm figuring out the back roads. All right. So let's get weird. to another song real quick. Who are we going to... Talk about this a little bit. Tell me who we're going to play and how the opportunity or the song come about. All right, awesome. So about a year after I moved to um, L.A. with my boyfriend and writing partner at the time in 2013. um, Writing partner at the time? Yes. Or boyfriend at the time? Both. Both. I mean, like currently now, neither? At the time, no. Right, just checking. Yeah, no, <laughs> just checking. I didn't know if the at the time was uh, one or both. up that wound, Trinity. Eddie. Why has been odd? It. Like it would have been odd. Like, hey, we're, we're still together, but we're not writing partners anymore. Oh, no. I just thought that would have been an odd thing to. Yeah, so I, make I, her I feel terrible twice. I'm That's firing nice. you as my writing partner. <laughs> I see what you're saying. But I'm keeping. Okay, I, I understand. That's why I was. Yeah, no, I was so. curious by the way it was phrased. Can you do that? That's what I was curious. I was. That's tender. Because if you're like a really good writing partner, it's like, let me keep this energy going. How could I want to drop the other thing. That's so, that's tough. Or maybe he's not so good with the writing, but he's good with, you know. (laughs) I was curious. Never mind. Moving on. You know what? Moving on. Honestly, no bullshit, though, actually was a good question. I know. And I I never thought about it like that. No, because, you know, it was, 
It was a double whammy. Sometimes when you grew, sometimes when you get really good with a writing partner, you're like, okay, I can just work with you professionally. How could you fire a writing partner though? And that's why I asked but, the question. But maintain the relationship. That's why I was curious. That's tender. That's like, ooh, that's. That's tough. why I was curious. See, I'm not a fan of your writing, but let's still date. Oh, no. <laughs> That'd be oh, tough. No. That's why I was curious. That would be tough. Hey, that would be I tough. mean. Do you remember I Love Lucy? Yeah, of like, course. I feel like that was their whole dynamic the entire time. Like, Ricky, let me be in the show. <laughs> and I'm just being like, girl, Lucy! Find, the, find the note. Find the note. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. I, I, dude, I Love Lucy. Taking us back. Oh, yeah. Come oh, yeah. on. Classics, man. Classic. Grew up on that. I read Make this little night. blurb, not to talk about I Love Lucy, but like pregnancy at the time on television was like a big deal. Oh and goodness. they had to like sneak little Ricky innovators, yeah, onto the show. So they basically made it a part of the show. Absolutely, ah, the fifties, ah, the fifties. Let's go, let's go episode. back. I cried watching that episode. No, it's crazy. <laughs> I remember it. Vita Vita Benjamin. That's the best episode. Hey, I love that episode. Drunk on air. That's right. All right. So talk to me about this next song that you're going to play. Okay. Uh, so let's see. Well, let's talk about um, Pia Toscano. Um, she was an American Idol? or Yeah, yeah she was right. on American Idol. I want to say season, oh gosh, I don't know, season 10? Okay, Something we'll take like that. that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's she's been busy out in L.A. She's killing it currently. And she was just featured on that E! show, uh, that show on the E! network. Um, Henry Tyler, Hollywood Medium? Sure. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. like He speaks to... Um, people on oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I've seen that medium. show. Yeah, so anyway, she was on that, and um, this is a song that I co-wrote um, with um, Barbara Maleco from Brazil and Stephen Reza, and it's called Other Side. All right. Yeah, man. Here we go. Up on your sleep, it's a long, long, long way from home. And I'm calling out like you're just out of reach. It's a long, long, long way from home. Oh, well, I see you on the other side. I see you where it's shining bright.
You're an angel in the dark. I've watched you grow. Now the heavens part. It's out of my hands. I can't bring myself to understand. Wait again. All right, there it is. Eddie, all nice. the way and silence. Halt. Walk. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, Just kidding. Man. So tell us a little bit about like what the inspiration was behind that song. Um, well, honestly, I mean, my the girl that I was writing it with at the time had just had a friend who had passed. Oh, and, wow. I mean, we've uh, we've all been through, I'm sure, at yeah. some point in our life loss. So that was not a difficult thing to tap into at all. And she was talking about how she's been on the road and, you know, she's tired and she hasn't had a time to catch her breath or really, like, say goodbye. So that's how the song came out. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. intense, yeah. Yeah. No, I like I like when songs have depth. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes when I listen to pop music today, I'm like, man, where is, like, the... Mm. Depends on the artists. I know what you mean, though. Sometimes they sneak on the radio. Yeah, I mean, so Michael Jackson never... He never sung about nothing. You know what I mean? Thank you. Well, he he had a very strong message and brand with every Extremely, song, and it's like yeah. there's so many. But there, you know don't what? The fight, best don't art. Hate, don't kill. Yeah. Like, stick together. Yeah. Take care of the world. Take care of each other. But it's not like that now. Now I listen to pop music ABCs, and it's like yeah, one, two, one, two three. Yes, that's right. Fundamentals of learning. Do re mi. Yeah, See, it. he was teaching us <laughs> from a young age, Eddie. One hundred percent. Eddie's a huge Pearl Jam fan, so. But you know what? Eddie Vedder's like that, too. The guy writes like constantly. Oh, yeah, about he's a madman. He's a madman. It drives me nuts sometimes. But I like when songs have depth. That's awesome. You've got to be honest, man, you know? I mean, in art, like, you get to be. And yeah, that's, that's our job, right? And in comedy, like, comedians, too. God bless them, you know? In <laughs> art in Eddie? general, like, yeah. Eddie's a great comedian. No, that's yeah, a great. It's you are a great comedian. comedian. You know what? You need you need a hug. Times I don't a need thousand. a hug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You need a hug times a thousand, but it's okay. It's all right. So tell us about this next artist that you're going to play too. We won't get to it right this right the second, but give us a little like lead up for about sure. The story. Yeah, absolutely. So the song that we just heard. Sorry to kind of backtrack for a second, but that's that's one of the more recent projects that I've worked on. Right, but. This next artist that we're going to be hearing from in a second um, is a, an incredible DJ producer. His name is Sanjoy. And uh, it's funny because we actually got hooked up through Facebook right before I moved to L.A. So the first record that we collaborated with, uh, or collaborated on, I'm sorry, um, over email at the time um, was during 
like my packing. Like we were putting everything away and we literally had a laptop and a microphone on top of boxes. And that was how our writing relationship began. And um, we've been working on music together since then. Um, so it's been over three years. That was like October, September, somewhere in there. I'm going to ask you a question that I'm yeah. sure some listeners are thinking. Do you ever feel like, is it, is it a strange or weird feeling for somebody else to sing your song? Oh, God, I don't think so at all. You like it? I think it's the highest form of flattery, to be honest. I, I like when you hear somebody else do something that you do, and you hear the things that they change. Exactly, yeah. Absolutely. I like the things that they, they do that, that are exactly like what you did, but yeah. I actually the really, way they I like dig. It. Yeah, the way they, I love that. 100%. 100%, yeah. And I think it helps you even grow as a creator when you hear your own material like kind of echoed back, back to you to differently, you. Yeah. like 100%. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really a gratifying And have you thing. seen any of these artists perform it live? Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Oh, you need that moment. That's oh, you a, know what? That's a cool moment. Okay, I lied. You have had I it. lied. Never I lied. mind. Yes, Never I'm mind. Sorry. The only artist who I have seen perform so far because the other artists that I've written for are kind of like all over the place, like all over the world. But the one that I did was Blondie. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and De- Deborah Harry. I mean, Debbie Harry's like, oh, God. She's legendary. Oh, she's such, she's beautiful. She she's at CBGB's. I mean, Absolutely. she lived the life. Yeah. Studio 54. Yeah, innovator for sure. Innovator for sure. Yeah, man. Um, but it was just so cool to see her perform like everything on the record. And I mean, what a class act. Like she actually like called out to me in the crowd. That's awesome. Bizarre. Bizarre That's rare. Bizarre. No, I <laughs> that know. doesn't happen with them all, let me I tell you. Know. I mean, I was like completely starstruck by her. That's awesome. Honest. That's the way it should be, though. That's the way yeah. it should be. Really, it should be that way. Yeah. Give credit where credit is due. Yeah. All right, let's, let's set up this last song. song. Yeah, can. absolutely. So this next song, um, it, it actually came out back in February, so you guys can find it everywhere, I'm pretty sure. Um, there's a video for it on YouTube, too, but it is called Don't Funk With Me, and we also have a couple of other singles that are coming out pretty soon awesome Here real quick before we play it natalie where can people find you um people can find me she's on facebook on youtube um, spell out your whole name because people are dumb. okay natalie hawkins so my first name is n-a-t-a-l-i-e last name hawkins h-a-w-k-i-n-s and that's me all right you can find me there hey. Here we go. <laughs>
Where's that applause? It's hard. I gotta shut down the YouTube page and then click on applause. Oh! There it is. And I made it. Did you see that? You didn't see, I see it. it. There it is. Anyways. That's right. I was. That was my favorite one. I was like, um, So we gotta, we gotta head out. But uh, What a downer. It, thank it you. such a downer. I'm, dumb. I'm, I'm just kidding. trying to I'm run the show. Natalie, it was really so bad. awesome mm. to have you on the show. Time flies when you're having fun. That's man. right. See? This was the best. Natalie Hawk, I'd look you up on YouTube and Google. That's right. We'll have you back. <laughs> Google. In the Google. Uh, in the Google. Google. Facebook, friend me. I'm That's pretty, Facebook. I'm pretty cool. I don't buy it. Do you have a fan page or just regular Facebook? I'm pretty cool. I just said that. Um, <laughs> I, do, okay. I do have a fan page, but I mean, it, I'm not like super active on it, but I'm starting to get a little bit more active on it because there, cool. there are some really cool projects coming out in the near future. Like I have a, fan. a song coming out in a movie. I just dropped a single. That's awesome. Um, yeah, nice. This artist. Nicole Miller in Australia. It's doing really well. Fantastic. Yeah, man. Just a lot going on. Cool. Love it. All right. And also, if you guys get a chance, check out that uh, film uh, documentary uh, on Zoopa.com. Z-O-O-P-P-A.com. Oh, I got a plug, too. And look up uh, Everyday Humans. I got a real name quick. of the... I'm still <laughs> plugging. <laughs> you <laughs> jerk face. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Stand Up Father. That's yeah. the name of the documentary. That's the name of the movie? Out. Yeah, stand oh, up. I follow. love that. It's great. It well, you, yeah, so if you super quiet and let me get the whole Z-double-O-double-P-A.com, right? Well, you know what? You're not getting my vote. I'm just going to shut the whole show down. I can do that. Well, I'm just going to say this. Any recording Academy members, please vote for Ziggy Marley's self-titled record to not be nominated. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye, Natalie. Bye. Thank you.